Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Wow, you guys, today's episode is going to blow your mind. We finally brought on Coach Neil. If you've listened to Getting Magnetic before, you've probably heard us reference Coach Neil. He's been our business coach before, and he is, I don't even know how to introduce him. He's a very just interesting human being and adds so much value. He's added so much value to Sandy in my life. And you'll just, you'll see over the course of this interview, we're going to cover network marketing. He's been, he's built network marketing businesses, but we're going to go even into coaching, life coaching, um, the four personality types how to self-reflect and understand who you are and who other people are. Um, He's built, just a little bio on him, I don't even have it in front of me, but he's built huge volleyball business, the complete athlete, helping, you know, athletes. That was a multi-million dollar business. He's worked with professional sports teams, large, large organizations. He works with individuals, um, executives, everything on the business and kind of life coaching side now is what he's focused on. But this is somebody who's added a lot of value to our life. He is very interesting. You won't meet a lot of people like Coach Neil, but that's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna give you to start. Now, for the rest, you're gonna have to check out today's episode. Let's get into it. Coach Neil, welcome to Getting Magnetic. This has been long awaited. I'm pumped you're here right now with me. You know what? I appreciate you having me on. This is, this is great. I'm excited. Oh man, I'm really excited because Neil and I have built such a relationship, and there was like a super amazing, like intense 90 days where we were on the phone every day for almost like probably an hour, maybe on average a day. And I have just learned and absorbed so much from Neil. And he, he, you guys know, I mean, who have been listening, but Neil has been our business coach and he gave me such depth and understanding of me and who I am. And he was the outside eyes. Like we can only see, we see from our own lens, right. in in life. And Neil was like those, those outside eyes looking in and able to give some direction, some guidance, some advice, some everything. But Neil, I'm excited to have you on. A few things I do want to cover with you on this episode. You, We could go for four hours. We won't. We'll keep this under an hour for everyone, but people are going to listen to this again. I do love how you speak and think about network marketing. I love your experience in it, your success early on. I love your, your evolution, network marketing into coaching, into impacting people in other ways and beyond. I love what I've learned from you about myself, my own personality, but other people. I want to cover all these things before we do. I know it, but for everyone else, like how did Neil get to who you are today? Like, how'd you get here? What's Neil's like superhero story? Wow. Um, well, wait, thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Um, I know how passionate your audience is, how how diligent they are like you are. So the fact <laughs> that I get a chance to speak to you guys is, is exciting and look forward to doing this again. Uh, quick background. So I'm born and raised in Toronto, Canada. My mom's from the Caribbean, grew up in Toronto, played different sports. And at the age of 15, I got introduced to Amway. And I was an Amway from 15 years old to turning 16. 
And network marketing changed my life at 15 to 16 years old. And I was fortunate enough in Amway to go what was called Quicksilver, where I sponsored five people wide, three deep in each leg in 90 days. So I was literally on stage with Tony Robbins in, in Dayton, Ohio at the time, back in, I think it was 1994, 93. So I've been in network marketing, you know, 30 years on and off. And it's literally the best opportunity in business because it teaches you so many fundamental things about business, right? It teaches you the idea of understanding good, what good products are, understanding having your own business, little things like working for yourself, finding a mentor, um, just the, building a team, connecting with people. So for me, it taught me all those things, reading books. I remember the first book I was told at 16 years old to read was uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Network mm. Marketing, mm. Uh, Think and Grow Rich. Mm. The magic of thinking big. So mm. at such a young age, I was just understood the power of this business. And even to this day, I don't do network marketing full time, but I do it part time, you know, and I'm involved in different companies, including, you know, the business you're involved with Wade. And I'm always looking at ways to introduce people. And it is the best risk adjusted opportunity. Mm. And it's a, such a good, it, you don't have to be in it full time, but just the diverse diversity of income. And I'm still getting paychecks from multiple companies to this day, every month I go out in my mailbox. So it's, I just really love this opportunity. I'm glad to get a chance to talk to you and your audience. And I think we're gonna have some fun today. Some, yeah. have some fireworks. I love it. I love it. And, you know, Neil and I, at one point, he's local here in Orange County as well. And we did a finance event, actually. It was like a, a wealth event, just free to educate people in the community who wanted to be educated on financial literacy, on financial wellness. And we took multiple different angles. We had a budgeting person. We had an investor mind. We had entrepreneurial mind, all these different things. And I remember at one point, there was this like light bulb moment for me because I had been in network marketing for almost four years at the time of that event, probably six months ago. And I agree. What you just said, the best risk adjusted opportunity. Entrepreneurship is, is to be honest, very risky. It, you, you almost, you don't risk it all, but maybe you might risk it all. You, you take big, big leaps of faith and you're either dealing with your own money or other people's money or whatever, typical entrepreneurship. And it's, that's evolving this day and age, but network marketing, you realize you're like, oh my gosh, it's a few hundred dollars. You get the access to mentorship. You get some level of systems for success and everything. And the way you positioned it that night, you, it was basically, I want to ask you this, why should everyone be a network marketing? I think you answered that question that, then and there, and you, you kind of just touched on it. But like, if you channel what you said that night, I remember being so brilliant. Well, I'll tell you a story. And I don't know if I told you this story exactly, but I, I did really well in my first business. I started a people business. It was volleyball. Mm -hmm. So I'm a coach of volleyball team. And then the next year I added another team, somebody else coaches. So I leveraged my brand for them to coach. And then we went from one team to four. And my biggest, we had a hundred teams, mm -hmm. but it was all based on a service. It was based on people. And that's where I did well. But see, wait, I'm not that smart. And I do stupid stuff all the time. I'm going <laughs> to swear, but I promise not to this time. <laughs> and I said, well, I've made money in the service business. Now I want to be a businessman. So now I'm going to invest in products. Now I'm going to manufacture products. I'm going to get in Amazon. I'm going to get in stores. And I did that. And we, I invested over $500,000 in a product in five years, every day for five years to be a businessman. I lost it all and more because I'm not a businessman. I'm a people person. I'm a relationship person. If I would have taken all that time and money and effort and doubled down on people, invested it in myself and coaches and networking and doubled down my time on my regular business or in the different network marketing businesses that I've been involved with, 
I would have tripled that money. Mm. But instead, I thought it was smart to start a business. People don't want businesses. You're not Elon Musk. Mm. You can't run five companies. If you're really good with people and you work hard and you don't want to take risk, start your own business, partner with someone like Wade and Sandy, work hard, use the systems in place. They already have the product. There's no more storing products. They have the manufacturing. It's not cool to own patents. It's not cool to have inventory, right? And all those things you think you want. And then as you get older and smarter, you realize, you know, I just want to work hard and smart, not reinvent the wheel. Mm, it's so true. I think it entrepreneurs, I think, are born and made. I think Sir Elon Musk's and certain, you know, are they're born, they're wired a certain way. And you can you can make yourself an entrepreneur. And coming back to that, just I keep coming back to network marketing being just such an incredible gateway into entrepreneurship. That's because that's my truth. That's what it was for me. I was a full-fledged employee, corporate employee, climbing the ladder, didn't know about entrepreneurship, didn't really know how to get into it or what to do or had an idea or anything, wasn't in that world yet. And network marketing was that introduction, that gateway. And then it's just opened up my world, my universe, my vision. And I know it'll always be like foundational in our life. And it's something that can, and what I've realized from starting other businesses is how much harder it is to build a typical business, even if it's online e-commerce, than it is network marketing, because you just have the foundation set up. It's part-time. There's no risk. It's crazy to me. And so I keep coming back to it. And I remember you saying like, it's something most people just want to pay for their groceries right now. Most yeah. people might want to pay for their products that they love and enjoy. And if you love and enjoy it, why wouldn't you share it? If we were all doing it, right? Like Neil and I are both networkers, people person. We have, we network market everything. I'm like, gosh, if I love this thing, why don't I create some sort of affiliate relationship with them and I'll share it and earn residual and this and that. And it's like, we all share things that we love. We're already doing it. Everything's moving online. Everything already is online in a, in a way to create an extra stream of income in your life. I just think it's such a brilliant business model. And I love Neil's coming from the same place of like, gosh, I was building this and building that. And Neil always came in, in coaching with, with me, he always came from, Hey, don't do what I did. Like I, I went to go become a businessman, invest with the NFL and all these things. And, you know, I got slaughtered because I was, was trying to be someone I wasn't like, let me, let me be who I was. And that's another huge thing that I've actually learned from you, Neil is, I want to yeah, jump yeah. in here for a second because yeah. one of my mentors told me, and I, I may have met, met, mentioned this to you before, Wade, if you're making 50,000 a year an hour, 100,000, whatever the number is, you don't want to set a goal to, to make $10 million. Start by making your first thousand mm-hmm. and 10,000, then 50,000, then 100,000, then to set your goals realistic so you can achieve some success and build, because what happens then it's the person you become along the way to making that million dollars. And I think the beauty of what you're doing and what I'm doing and just working for ourselves and, 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 and networking that, that business, you can create little wins and a little win is a car payment. Mm-hmm. A little win is an extra, you know, $500 a month for groceries. And, but you get success, you get confidence. And the other thing I love about what you're doing is everywhere you go, I've enrolled seven or eight different Uber drivers in our network marketing business. <laughs> Literally, yep. I, I'm in the Uber. They, hey, what do you do? I tell them, uh, hairdressers, single moms, you know, 19-year-olds, mm-hmm. 20-year-olds, people who are still living at home with their parents. They can get involved with what you're doing 
and learn the skills to become a better person. So I didn't want you to, to forget that part because sometimes we forget that extra $500 goes such a long way if you're a single mom. Yeah. And that actually comes back. Like I love Neil. It, Neil's always networking. He would call me. He'd be like, dude, I, you need to meet this person. I'll be like, I'm, I'm working out. He goes, urgency. I need, this person is interested in joining you in business to get off the squat rack. I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm like, Hey, Hey, nice to meet you. And we'd go into it, but coming back to it, it is a business model that can help so many. And what you realize is honestly being in it for five years, having thousands of people in our organization, 90% of people, they, they probably want the dream life, but they aren't actively willing to work for it. And they know that if it's consciously or subconsciously, but they're like, Hey, an extra 500 a month would pay for my groceries or pay for my insurance, whatever it ends up paying for. Or an extra $200 a month would pay for these products that I love using that keep me healthy. And that is most people. And so I remember Neil really bringing me back to another thing because I know you're looking for your ACE, but guess what? Help a lot of people. And I've always known that, but it's helped me reemphasize and focus on that. So Neil, if you want to let for the person who wants to be very successful in network marketing, what does that look like? What do they need to focus on? And and it, like it is a summation of a bunch of helping a lot of people win, right? Like help help me empower that fact. So I, I think there's a few things you want to do. If, you, if your goal is to get to the top, you have to realize: Do you have what it takes to be the rainmaker, or are you the person that finds the rainmaker? Mm. What do I mean by that? The rainmaker is that person where they walk into the room, they own the room, whether they're talking or not, they own the room. They have a big network. Um, they get along with people. They're just like you, Wade, you're a rain, rainmaker. You and Sandy together, you guys make it rain. But see, you don't have to be that person. You just got to know that person. Mm-hmm. And if you know three or four of them, right? you're going to crush it. And, right? So what's ironic though is the rainmaker is often has a network of people that they he or she trusts. So the person that can get you involved in the, the rainmaker may not be a rainmaker themselves, but they have a relationship. They have rapport. They have a connection. There's trust, right? So if you if you're that rainmaker, then you got to call someone like Wade or myself, so we can help groom you and teach you to kind of polish the, the edges a little bit, right? But if you're the person who's not the rainmaker, you know that person, then we you open your Rolodex and we try to find that person. Hopefully, one, two, or three, or four of them. And mm-hmm. that to me is the key to networking. Is it's not who you know. It might be the person who you know who you know who they know, and that's the person that gets you to your next your next person who's going to walk on stage. And by de- de- default, you're on stage too if you know three of those four people. And yep. that's the magic of this business. You don't have to lead the Zoom calls. Wade will do it. Sandy will do it. But if you're the one who introduced Sandy and Wade to this business, life is good. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's huge. Using the term the rainmaker, it d- rainmakers change You know the business. They change their uplines business. They come in and they can go move mountains. They're resourceful. They're going to go do it. They're going to probably start sloppy. They're going to learn along the way. They're not going to be perfect, but they they know what they want. They have an ability to go do it. And that's not every person. And But it's super empowering in network marketing to know that I don't even have to be that person. A lot of people try to be that person and it may be a little inauthentic to them. They're not, they, it would take a lot of just pure change of their personality to be able to walk in a room and just light it up and be talking in and influence everyone. But if you know those people and your whole business is not going to be made up of that, but when you know one of those people, that person could bring a thousand 
people into your business. And then like Neil said, if you know three or four, but the other thing I've learned is a business of a thousand is made up of a thousand, right? And there's that one or two or five or 10 or however many rainmakers, there's only going to be a handful and you only need to know a few, but you need to love everyone, right? Some people are going to be in and Neil helped bring me back to this too. And of course I'm, I'm a good guy. I love, I do love everyone, but he's like, Hey, whether someone is just buying the products and hopping on the call for inspiration, they're an important part of the community and they are love them for them. We aren't trying to make them a rainmaker, whether they're a rainmaker at the other end of the spectrum, like, yeah, the community's great. The products help me. I'm going to go make a million dollars in this business. That's great too. You got to love everyone in between though. That person who's like, I'm just going to slowly but steadily do this over the next two, three, five years. We love all of them and they all make up a network marketing team. And there's a lot of unity and diversity. It's not just a bunch of sharks and we'll get there and rainmakers together because if it's all rainmakers, like it's just not going to work. You need every type of person. And that is one thing is segueing. Well, hold on. Before we leave this, remember. Before we leave it. Yeah, yeah. The person who makes it rain in traditional business is not always the person who makes it rain in this business. Mm. The person who's a six-figure earner in mortgage, the real estate uh, uh, person killing it, the person who's a former athlete, the pharmaceutical salesperson who's killing it, network marketing is different. And what I found is the best people I've ever had in network marketing were the PTA mom, mm. right? The mom who organizes her daughter's soccer team. Um, the guy who has a story, maybe he... Maybe these products helped him beat some uh, some sort of disease or something. Mm -hmm. The person who's great at making people feel special is a person who can also make it rain. And I remember in your business, you had a, a hairdresser who crushed it. You had um, former executives, right? So it doesn't have to be the person with the titles or the letters. It's that person that makes other people feel welcome and special. That's the person to look out for. And the only way you find that person is to present the opportunity to everybody. And mm -hmm. see who presents it themselves. So mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't want to leave that because that's yeah. Because not everyone's going to be you, Wade. Right? They're not going to have your presence. But it's that mom in Kansas City with three kids who has a big why. Next thing you know, uh, you're getting a phone call from her. Everybody in the school now is is buying product. Mm -hmm. Right? I so, love it. Um, and your friend member in Alaska, you introduced me to. Mm -hmm. Right? Just great person, warm smile, really relatable. And people said, "Hey, if you can do it, I can do it." So I just, I wanted to make sure we got that part across hundred percent. And you know, it really does take just going out and meeting people. That is a part of this. That is a part of, you don't need to be super outgoing, but you do at, need, at least need to know people and meet people and introduce. You don't even need to be the star, introduce them to your upline and whatever it is. But yeah, Neil and I both share, you know, commonality and we, we really believe in this as a business, as a business model, we use it. We are involved in network marketing, but we use the principles like even outside of typical or technical network marketing companies too. Neil and I have so many relationships with different companies and like, Hey, oh my gosh, yeah, you have a network. You can bring value to me. And I, I, even in businesses that I'm building on my own outside of network marketing, I'm like, I'm going to use that type of model, that affiliate, that referral, that network building model. Cause I really think that's this day and age. People don't want to be served an ad. They want to be loved on. They want to be asked questions. They want an opportunity to talk about themselves, to get invested in, are you invested in me? Okay. I'm invested in you. And network marketing is that it's a relationship. Um, okay. I do want to segue into, into personality types. Can we go there? Let's do it. So yeah. You know, I love this stuff, right? This is this is where Neil really opened up my brain and my eyes and everything. And um really <laughs> some of you, some of you loyal listeners or people that 
maybe follow us on social media, have a taste of this, but until you, you get it the way we did from Neil, like this is going to blow your mind. But Neil came and he's like, okay, wait, you're really good at being you. I know you're, you're shirtless and you're healthy and you're jacked and you do CrossFit and you're a good husband and dad and all the things and you're positive and you're outgoing and you're really good at being you and your lane. And guess what? You only talk in your way and you only understand people in your way. And one, not even one fourth, but let's say one fourth of people are like you. If there's four personality types, you're missing all the others. You just aren't speaking to them and you aren't hearing them. So he goes, first, you got to understand you and who you are. And then you got to understand who you're connecting with. Let's say you're networking. Who is that person? Can you identify who they are in talking to them and asking questions? And then be like, oh, I need to flex into this personality type, which we have all of them. And we'll get into that. But Neil, this is the four fish kind of training that you trained us on. I'm going to let you take it away and we'll go back and forth. But teach the the listeners if they haven't. And sometimes it's color codes. Sometimes I love the fish because they're just more fun. Sometimes it's disc personality, but like, let's dive into that. Well, dive is the key word, but before we can dive all the way into the bottom of the ocean, right? We got to put our feet in the pool first, right? Mm -hmm. Put our toes in. So the fish is a good way to get started, but then we're going to end up where, and it's going to really, people are going to think we're nuts, but we're going to end with the birthdays because what I've done is correlate the fish and the personality types along with other personality tests, which we've all taken. And I've laser focused it down to the birthdays. Wait, I've interviewed over a thousand people in the last few years. And I've realized how we sort people by birthdays and by these fish. So let's, let's get started. You want to start with the fish? Let's dip the toes in. Okay. So first and four fish we can talk about, um, sharks, whales, sea urchins, and dolphins. Real simple, right? Your shark is, your shark is high energy. Um, matter of fact, a type personalities, um, money conscious. They want to get rich. Everybody knows it. And your perfect shark would be like um, Mark Cuban. Yeah. You know, straight to the point. Matter of fact, quick decision maker, um, Grant Cardone. It's and great. let's use it too, actually, within the network marketing kind of framework too. Like what is a shark in network marketing and dolphin and all these things too? Yeah. So a shark in network marketing is going to say the following. I don't really care about the product. I trust you. You know, um, the company you've been with has been around for 40 years, but I trust the product. Show me the comp plan. Mm-hmm. How do I make money? Yeah. How, do I, how quickly can I get to the top? Mm-hmm. The shark is about speed and about the result and about the money, right? Kevin O'Leary, shark. Yeah. So it's really efficient. So when you're pitching a shark, you don't want to waste time saying, well, let me tell you about the 30 days. Let me tell you about how great this product is. Let me tell you about gut health. They're like, we trust the product. Mm-hmm. How do I make money? <laughs> right? So it's really yep. important because if you try to pitch a shark on the benefits of the product, you're gonna the shark's gonna go, you know what? I, I'm I'm over this. I want to know where the money is. You're mm-hmm. not speaking my language. So sharks, so they go fast and they're straight to the point and they want to get rich. The opposite of the shark in my mind is the whale. Yep. Right. And the whale, they just want to take care of people. They want everybody to come in, you know, under their arms. Hey, I want to love on you a little bit. These products are gonna make you healthy. 30 days is perfect. You're going to feel better. I got you. The, 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 the whale is like the mom who brings the orange slices to practice. Yeah. Oprah. Oprah's a whale, right? Oprah, yeah. Just get a car. Everybody I love has, everyone. And it doesn't matter how much money Oprah has. It's never about the money for her. Mm-hmm. It's about she genuinely cares. So when you're pitching in network marketing a whale, 
what's the cause? What is the movement, right? What does this stand for? Because the shark only cares about the money. Maybe they care about the team because the team makes some more money. But the whale says it's, there's a greater cause. So the thing with the shark and the whale, and what's interesting is you look at a shark and a whale, they kind of look alike in certain ways, very similar, right? It, you want to make sure that the whale you're leading with the, the mission, right? On the company, is it a B corporation? Is the company charitable? Are they giving? Do they care? Do you care? Mm-hmm. This is the saying, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. The whale lives for the reputation. The shark can go through different people because they don't care. Yeah. The whale's like, no, no, no. Before you get to my list, show me you care about me and my team. Yep. So I want to pause there. So if I'm talking, if I start to talk to someone and I meet them like, and I'm like, okay, this person's a shark. And then I end up in a one-on-one, I'm like, hey, you should take a look at what I do. Great way to make an extreme of income. You'd crush it. Anyways, let's say I'm sitting down a coffee with a shark or I meet them and I'm like, hey, listen, products are great. All this stuff's great. Trust that. You can verify that later. I want you to look at this comp plan and I want you to look at the top of the comp plan because I'm getting to know you. I get you're, you're competitive, you're type A, you're driven. If you set your mind to something, you're going to do it. Start to empower, feed their ego and talk about the money and show them the top of the comp plan. Be like, this is where you can go. I know you can do it. Share some stories. I My upline did it in like six months. My upline did it in a year, in 18 months. Now they were good. They were driven. You have that like that edge, that go-getterness. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like you could do this and just literally empower them, let them talk about themselves and make it about the money, the opportunity, the business. Now, not that sharks are soulless, of course, but this is what gets them going. This is what motivates them. Um, and feel free to add after this. The whale then, yeah, like Neil was saying, is be like, okay, this business, you want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, go together. You can't get anywhere without helping a lot of people. You're only successful in this business if you help a lot of people along the way, whether it's in their health, whether it's in believing in their self, their self-confidence, whether it's in financial means and the ability to pay for their groceries or whatever it is. And you will not believe I've been in this for X amount of time. And even me just going for it is showing my community, like I'm putting myself out there. It's empowering them. Yeah. Make it about the mission, the cause and the impact, all about the impact they can make. Are we spot on there? Is there anything else you would add? No, I think the shark you're going to know because the watch they have is important to them. Mm. The car they drive, the shark will actually tell you that they're a shark. Yeah. They're going to tell you, Hey, I'm Mm -hmm. a shark. And they're going to, you're going to, the thing with the shark though is, the good news is the shark is going to do what he says, do what she says. She's going to go quickly. The problem with the shark is they get bored if they don't see results right away. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to really engage with them quickly and you're not going to want to wait. So for example, you meet a shark on a Tuesday and your team meetings the following Monday. That's too long. You need, meet you're the onboarding them right away. You're getting them with like a shark upline or what? Yes, immediately. You're getting them with a shark upline. Yeah. Yeah, because if and not- they just go, they just let them start biting stuff. Go make calls, go make your list, go start, go bring people to me, bring people to the upline, whatever it ends up being. Well, because you got to remember, the shark is normally someone who learns by making mistakes mm-hmm. and they fire first, they aim later. Mm. Right. Um, and that takes us to the sea urchin. The sea urchin is the opposite of the shark in the sense that the sea urchin is like an accountant, they're the engineer. Everything is logical for them. So for them, it's not about, how many people can we help? For them, it's not about how rich they can get. For them, it's about, is this FDA approved? Is this <laughs> SEC approved? 
you know, I hear networking is a Ponzi scheme. Show me the financials of the company. Now, show me your checks. I want to prove that you're making the money you say you're making. The sea urchin is the most frustrating person in your business because they will make you work just to get them to show you the comp plan and the products. But the best thing about the sea urchin is when you get them, you get their whole network because everybody knows if Joe does this or if Nancy does this, it must be honest because Joe and Nancy, who are sea urchins, they do all their homework. Mm -hmm. They're going to read every pamphlet you give them. They're going through the disclosures on the website. They're taking notes. They're paying attention. They're the type of person where they may say to you, we're not interested today. Check up with me in six months. You follow up with them in six months and they're going to say, I just wanted to make sure that you're still in the business before I sign up with you. <laughs> right? And they make their own decision. I love that too, that you know, when the sea urchin joins, yeah, they, they have vetted it out. They have almost their stamp or seal of approval. Yes. And then it's like, yeah, you need to keep giving them stuff and, and the steps and all the things, but it's like, okay, they're, they're logical, they're rational. And a business needs sharks. It needs whales. It needs sea urchins. It needs all of them. Well, and they make the noise when, when, a, when you talk to a sea urchin, they're doing this. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> hmm. You literally hear them thinking out loud and it's important when you're talking to a sea urchin, you can't sell them in color. We're going to be rich. It's going to be this. It's going to be the trips. Yeah. The trips. It's fun. They just want to know mechanics. So how do we order the product? Mm. Well, yeah, don't worry about that stuff. No, no. I want to know how we order. Well, let me show you how we order online. Yeah. How does the product get delivered? Well, it's every, you know, they want the logistics and the details. They're your, your lawyer. They're your, your accountant. They're the person who counts every penny. And they actually keep you on track because if you can sell them, you can sell anybody. And I love that you told me like, you don't enroll a sea urchin, they enroll themselves because your job with the sea urchin is just keep asking questions, answering their questions, giving them information, giving them the things that they need for them to come to their own conclusion, which they will. And then once they're in, they're in, which is great. And their friends trust them because they know they're mm -hmm. smart. The word that the sea urchin is, is organized and conscientious and prudent. Is it Warren Buffett? Is he a sea urchin? Yeah. Yeah. He's Warren the Buffett. best. Yeah. So he takes his time. He double checks his work. He makes great decisions and he's never in a hurry. Mm -hmm. And Warren Buffett to this day is worth $80 billion. He doesn't, he doesn't have a Rolex. Yeah. Drive the Benzo. <laughs> not pushing the Lambo. But he I does read how many hours a day? Yeah. He reads seven, eight hours a day. Oh my gosh. So, but, but the beauty is of Wade, what you're doing and what you're providing your audience right now, this allows people in your audience to know who they are first. Yes. And then when they see prospects, you just write a little letter beside their name. S for shark. S, S, U for sea urchin. W for whale. And the most fun is D for dolphin. That's the person you really want. And, you know, it's funny, Wade, because people that meet you would think you're a shark. They have no idea. You know, making money is important to you, but you want to make money to take care of your family. The most important thing for you, though, is you want to live life and have fun and enjoy life, be healthy, be vibrant, share fun with people, great experiences, you know, big dad energy, big energy, right? Like to me, you are the dolphin extraordinaire, but you have, because you have a little dolphin in you, an urchin in you from your financial days, you mm -hmm. got a little shark in you, right? So, and people don't realize you really care, right? So that's the combination that allows you to connect with people. And the person you want is the dolphin's fun because they bring you the other people. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. The dolphin. That's what I, and that's what I learned. I'm like, okay, I'm a dolphin. When Neil was telling me about these, I'm like, I'm definitely a dolphin. And I want to believe I'm, I'm a shark. I want to be, because, and I think another thing I've realized is we all have all four. You just have a dominant yeah. and maybe a secondary, and maybe you have one that's so way off that it's like hidden somewhere inside of you and you barely use it. But the key that I've realized too is acknowledging when I need to actually flex into sea urchin, when I need to flex into shark. And it's with people, of course, but it's with life too. When I go to the gym, it's time for me to go be a shark and be competitive and be, give me the workout and I'm going to go crush it. When I'm around people at a party or networking or meeting people, it time to, it's easy for me, but not flex into dolphin. When I'm in a business meeting or writing up a business plan or doing things or going over my financials or whatever, I need to flex into my sea urchin. And when I'm with family and with my daughter and with people and with people that I know are care about values and certain things, I got to flex into my whale. And so there's what I've realized too, is you are who you are, be self-reflective, but know you have a little bit of everything and know when you need to flex. And the other thing is me being a dolphin, the opposite being probably sea urchin. That's my biggest opportunity is like, okay, don't just go, go, go happy, go lucky, whatever. Okay. How can I stop and, and be rational here and be logical in this decision-making and whatever. And so the first thing that Neil helped me do is realize who am I and where do I come from? Okay. I'm this shirtless dad, fun, outgoing, charismatic, whatever. And that's great, but I'm only going to attract what? Maybe other dolphins. Like if I'm just shirtless showing up and yeah, let's talk business. Like a shark might be like, this guy's a joker. Like what, can you make money though? Show me your check. What, like, let's do this. Like what's, and so first being self-reflected, who am I when, and then, oh, who am I talking to? And then being like, oh, I need to flex and morph into this version of me or this part of me or speak in these ways. I think that was the biggest thing is I start to now see people, I don't, you know, not necessarily bucket them, but like, oh, I'm like, oh, this is who I'm talking to. And so I need to be more of this person to be able to really communicate with them and not just miss them. Well, can I, I want to tell you this though, and a lot of people don't realize this about you. You're, this is your podcast. Mm -hmm. You're the highest rank in the company you're in but you hire a coach, but you call people and say, Hey, give me some info. What do you think? You know? And, and you're the biggest student I know. You're always searching, looking, reading, growing. Right. And the fact that you can flex into your different fish, your different personalities, I actually call you a shapeshifter where mm. you can now do all of them, but you can't do them all unless you're aware. Mm -hmm. Right. So your ability to say, Hey, I need to be blank means that you have awareness of who you are. Right. And the, and that's what happens in a lot of, and by the way, this is my fault, right? Cause you're more of a shapeshifter than I am. I'm not a lot of fun. I need to work on my dolphin. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of serious all the time. And I'm always in my head. Like I need to bring out my inner dolphin. You have an ability to actually really change and shapeshift into who you need to be. And that is the number one skill in network marketing is do you make people feel comfortable when you're around them and your ability way to do that stems from your desire and your willingness to learn and grow. And to me, that's why you're at the top of the company and leading people. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, that's one thing I, I didn't give myself a lot of credit for, but I've hear that feedback and I receive that and I appreciate it. And I do realize like learning is a huge thing for me. And like, I've always want coaches and mentors and people and events and certain things. And I realize when I stop learning, when I think I know things like network marketing, 
I, I'm a network marketing professional. I have so much to learn. I'm at the top 1% of the company. I'm like not even close to where I can be. And so when I think about that gap between to me today and where I can be, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have such a long way to go. And it's that like insatiable appetite. And I, I realize life is, I'm the most excited when I have that insatiable appetite to learn and yeah, probably make some mistakes and keep going and learn from it and be self-reflective. And it's scary, especially as a man, to go inside and be self-reflective. But I realized the more I've learned about myself, the better I'm able to approach my my marriage, my team in network marketing, my other businesses, my everything. And so then the next layer, I'm like, okay, the fish are fun and cool. That's awesome. And it's helped me immeasurably. And I've, Neil's taught me so well, and I've went out and researched independently myself and read books and watched YouTubes and all the things. I'm able to actually now train on it. They say, you want to learn something, learn it, invest in it, then teach it. And then it really cements in. And so I'm starting to, it really like sink in for me. But then the next layer was, and we can chat offline about more of the fish stuff, but was kind of getting to know me even better and going deeper into who I was. And I know we only scratched the surface even. I know we even talked about like, maybe we, we, we dive in a little here. We're dipping the toes, but we dive in. And some level of birthday, which was my biggest resistance of like, wait, Neil will get kind of to the birthday things. But like, if I was born on this day or that day, you're saying this personality trait would be different or that. But what's, what's the next layer beyond the fish that we've kind of talked about? So obviously everyone talks about astrology and, you know, the 12 signs, whether you're Pisces or Sagittarius or Scorpio, all that stuff. I think that stuff's important, but it's too broad because there's only 12 signs. What my mentor taught me and similar to you, Wade, he was at the top of a network marketing company. He actually went layered to the actual day you're born. And so what I've done, I mentioned before, is I interviewed over a thousand people and I gave them personality tests. And here's where your audience is going to think we're going a little cuckoo here. Everybody born on the same birthday answered the quiz the exact same way. And it just blew my mind. So now what I do, and this is what I do for a living, working with successful people like yourself. And I've worked with really big corporations, a major league baseball team, just some big corporations I can't mention. I'm under NDA, mm-hmm. but they actually hire me to do and analyze people based on their birthdays. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned is that when you understand how people think and the patterns, because I don't know why this is the way it is. And this isn't something that I made up. I've just studied this and it's never wrong. So now I can understand personalities and Wade, we'll, do, we'll go over yours. And I work with married couples to help them understand each other. I also work with helping people understand different ways they can be sick. So I do a health intake form. Mm-hmm. Actually, Wade, you and I talked about that. Yeah. About the company you're involved in is you're attacking gut health. And one of my clients, that you know, who did the 30 days, I talked to her yesterday, her skin way better because of the product that mm-hmm. you her hair is better. So we want to talk health, wealth, love, happiness based on the day you're born. And I have this insight where I can actually give you that insight to help you personally, help your family. And then that makes you better in your, your, your networking business. Let me pause there before we dive deeper. I remember Niels was asking me his birthday and he goes, okay, interesting. And he starts to value me. He goes, so he kind of like dabbles. So you're kind of like this and you feel this way about this and this happens and a few different things. And I'm like, hold on. Like you're saying just based off the day I was born and I'm a little skeptical, I'm channeling my sea urchin, right? I'm not just like believing anything. And I, a few things. And then I want to ask you a question. (laughs) He was like, Wade, there's a saying millionaires don't believe in astrology. Billionaires do. And I have some level of belief. I believe I'm faithful 
and I'm spiritual and I have a mix of it all. And I don't define or bucket it super narrow, but it, it start it started to open up my eyes. Now, first I want to say we're gonna we're this is kind of astrological to an extent. Do you believe in God and do you believe in this, you know, these birthdays and astrology? Because I think oftentimes I hear people, it's one or the other. If you believe in this, you can't that. So I don't believe in the traditional definition of God. Mm-hmm. I believe in God being a greater power than we yeah. can find. Yep. That's Do I too. believe that if I'm Christian, I'm not Muslim. If I'm Hindu, I'm not um, Sikh. If I'm, I don't, I'm not Jehovah's Witness. I'm not Mormon. I've studied world religion in college. That's mm-hmm. what I studied. I believe in all these religions and mm-hmm. I believe in the principles in all of them. And I believe in being Christ-like and being spiritual. Mm-hmm. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. All the, whether it's the Bible or the Quran or all these books, whether it's Muhammad, whether it's Buddha, they all have great teachings. I just know this, the universe is so vast and expansive. The thought that it can just work so perfectly would be like a tornado hitting a junkyard and a 747 coming out the other end, perfectly working. It's too perfect to be not created by a creator. Yeah. I just don't know what it is. And instead right. of focusing on a religion, I'm going to focus on being the best person I can be, being kind, being gracious, being Christ-like. And also now that I know these personalities, I don't know why they're true, but they're always true. And I just use them to better other people and not for, for evil. And that's yeah. just the power I've been gifted with. I agree. I wanted to create that space where there is there is room for an openness to all of this. There's room for faith and spirituality and some level of astrology and different things like that all to fit in together. And I, I think you summed it up perfectly. Okay. That was kind of a side tangent note, but are we going to dive into me, into who I am? Am I going to get uncomfortable here on this podcast? Well, you are. Um, <laughs> and the first thing I want to say before we dive into you is that there is no good or bad birthday, right? It's just who you are. It, there's no, it's, and I come from a place of what's called hoorah. H-U-R-A. H is here. So you hear people and you watch them, you see them, you hear with your ears and your eyes. U is you understand the uniqueness in everyone. R is respect. And respect is not earned. Respect is given because we all cohabitate this planet together. I just respect you because you deserve respect. And A is accept. Who you are, good and bad. There's no, But this isn't who Raj with a J. There's no judging here. Mm. So we're going to dive into you. And your audience is laughing right now because I'm going to define you. I have a program where literally I have over 54 words that define Mm. you. The English language has 500,000. I have the top 54. Today today we're going to start with your your top um, 18, good and bad. Okay. But the thing is, it's it's, your audience is going to be like, holy shoot, that's Wade. But sometimes you can't see who you are because you've never not been who you are. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right so okay. okay let's start with a couple ones one is prudent and prudent means great making decisions so you said hey you know what wall street's great finance industry's great but i'm not gonna be able to spend time with my family i'm not gonna i don't want to wear a suit to work every day you know i want to do crossfit at lunchtime mm-hmm. so you made a great decision prudence the ability to make great decisions and prudence is one of my weaker areas wade so i'm glad you and i keep connecting and staying each other's lives because you at a younger age make great decisions where sometimes in life I make some really bad decisions. Mm. Um, one of your good words is convincing. When you're passionate about something and you believe in it, you're going to let everyone know and they're going to follow you because they believe in you more than they believe in the opportunity. True mm-hmm. or false? True. 
caring. And people feel it with you, caring. What does that mean? They, you don't have to open your, your mouth. But people can sense it and feel it. That's why in your business you're doing well because people can sense that he genuinely cares. That's the whale in you, right? Love it. Now, here's the caring has Caring has matured. Because I think for, for me, my perspective, like in my immature growing up, I always cared, but I would maybe mask it with my ego, whatever. And I still have ego, of course, but the older I've gotten, I realize the more I care about people and my loved ones and really showing well, that, not just feeling it. Yeah, but let me actually challenge you on that. You've always cared. The difference now is you're more vulnerable. Mm. You've always yeah. cared. I don't think there's anybody in your life in your past who's going to say, Wade didn't care. You've always yeah. cared, but you've... And again, here we are psychoanalyzing you. I, I love this stuff, but <laughs> you're always so into being the football player, being the, 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 the finance guy that you didn't let your vulnerability show what you have. Yeah. I've seen you with your family, mm-hmm. right? And people always know you care. And that's why they connect with you deeply. Mm-hmm. Feel that or no? Yeah, no, I feel that. Right. Okay. Here's the shark in you enterprising. So now you make good decisions and prudent, but you're also enterprising, which means Systems, organization, business, fair, fair is win-win, which is even the way, you know, when, when, you know, with with you and I working together, you always wanted to make sure it was fair Mm -hmm. and your word was your bond. And the thing is, you're going to attract people who have the same kind of values as you have. Mm -hmm. Magnetic. What's Ah. What's the name of your podcast? Getting magnetic, baby. Right. So see how you're, it's all falling in line for you. You found Mm -hmm. You're one of the few people I can say on the planet that are doing exactly what you're meant to do and what you're best at. It's not a case of I'm good at this, but I hate my job. You love what you're doing and you're really good at what you're doing. And that's what I challenge everyone listening to this is find what you're good at and what you love to do and just do that for the rest of your life. Mm. Right? Coronavirus almost killed me, Wade. Yeah, I remember that. that. You told me that. I was in my deathbed and I said, I'm never going to work another day in a job or in a career path. That doesn't feel right to me that I love, right? So the fact mm-hmm. that at your age, you know, 32. That was a prudent decision, might I add, a little affirmation there. Well, yeah, I also got hit in the face. God was like, sit your ass down for 30 days. You yeah. got coronavirus. So, mm-hmm. so I, it made me reflect on my life. Mm-hmm. A couple more good ones. Observant. Yes. So people don't realize because you're having fun and your shirt's off or you're wearing a tank top and you're doing your crossfitting all across the place. And you're loud and you're, you're, you're a dolphin, but you're watching. I'm always watching. Right? And people underestimate that. But you're watching and you see things. Sensitive. Ooh. That, that one's hard for me. That's one where I'm blind to myself. You see, you're, yeah, because your image of yourself is what you see in the mirror. And mm-hmm. when people first meet you, that's what they see. But deep down, you have a big heart. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think I'm sensitive. I think I am. It's just you're, one that's easier for me to see uh, some of those other ones you mentioned than sensitive. But I, I'm actually realizing, you know, when I asked Sandy, I'm like, am I sensitive? Because I remember when you first brought this up, she's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I yeah. am? I'm like, oh, yeah. man, okay. Well, you, right, I am. And I, I actually wear that with pride. I didn't, if, if you asked me when I was 25, if I was sensitive, I'd be like, hell no. No, I'm not sensitive. But well, I probably well, am. And I was. But you think about the business you're in. It's 75% women. Mm-hmm. 90. Yeah. Ni- well, again, you said it on me. It's 90% yeah. women. If you weren't caring and you weren't vulnerable, you'd have no team. Yeah. 
right? So the fact is you're a big tough guy only on the outside, but deep down they know you care and, you know, Wade is sensitive. It's why people will trust you with their life. And with their yeah, I'm actually not even tough. I maybe look tough or whatever the CrossFit yep. looked. I'm actually just teddy bear. Well, it, unless but, you mess with Sandy or Cam, then it's then it's, it's game over for you. So now, how did I do? You, so you did good, but I want to hear some of my opportunities. I don't like to call them uh, negatives. Okay. Or okay, you're gonna like this one. Overly serious. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I I actually think, and it's fun because you are fun, but you're really serious and really focused, and you're on it. And I think maybe with Cam, she's allowed you to say, "Wait a second." You know, you don't have to work 18 hours a day, right? Let's just let it have fun. And because again, you are a dolphin, you want to have fun, but you're very serious. So it's good. It's that remember people the yin are, and the yang. It's yeah, it's both sides of the coin, you know. Um, another I'm gonna give you another good one I didn't mention. Diligent, mm-hmm. hardworking. Mm-hmm. So the good words, we gotta be careful because they're good, but if we go too far, it becomes bad. Like yeah. working too much is not good. Mm-hmm. And then the bad words, quote unquote, we got to be aware of them because we can actually make them a strength. So yeah. one, of your, one of the things I think you'd need to work on is your non-sharing. Mm. Your bottle, you keep a lot of stuff inside. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Right. So communicating not only with Sandy, not only with your team, but just even when you and I are talking, your ability to open up really allows you to flourish and grow. I think that's been a huge one that I'm realizing. I'm always working on everything, right? But the vulnerability, the sharing, you know, I'm I'm even in a, a men's mastermind and like we're sharing like vulnerabilities, like stuff that I've never said or talked to people about. And I'm actually at this stage, not scared to share it. I feel comfortable sharing it and I'm pretty open and everything, but I realize I share, I like to share good. I'm a very positive minded thinker and optimistic, but like today I actually was just in a total funk. So was Sandy, actually. I don't know if it's a together thing. And I like just my ability to go out and share that. It's kind of hard for me. I'm like, no, I can work through this lone wolf. I can do it. Like I just, let me meditate. Let me work out. Let me drink some fizz. Let me, whatever it ends up being. And, but I realized sharing is almost diving into the vulnerability, diving in, self-reflecting kind of deeper inside and being vulnerable and willing to share it with others and maybe get feedback or, or even just an ear. But yeah, that's, that's something I'm working on. And I have been for probably the last few years, but it's been a long time coming. Well, and to add to that is you have a little secretive to you. And mm. so it's the same. So that's something that I would challenge you to do. I is- got secrets getting magnetic that you don't know. There you go. Watch out. No. Okay. okay. I'm secretive. Here's, okay. Here's something else I think we need to, you need to think about. One is demanding. And you have to realize you've been blessed with certain gifts. You've, you have talent and your diligence and your charisma is not natural. Not everyone has those gifts. So your ability, and I know you care, but to let people know they don't have to be to the standard you want for them. You want for them what they want for themselves. But what makes you a great coach and leader and team leader is you push people to do more. So don't stop doing that, but just understand not everybody can be at that level. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You feel, yeah. That, by the way, by the way, the audience can't see us right now, <laughs> but right. 
but the I'm fact- pondering and self-reflecting over here well, and like thinking. But, but here's the thing though, right? Like you didn't know what I was gonna say. And you're mm-hmm. like, Coach Neil, just give it to me because I want to be better. Mm-hmm. And I want my audience to know that, hey, if you can give me feedback live and you're now leading by example that, you know, people think all I do is pat you on the back of your high five. I'm always pushing you to grow and you're growing mm-hmm. for the benefit of your family and your team. That's yep. freaking awesome. I, I, you know, in working with you, I realized like it's cool to get the positives and the strengths and it's a good affirmation, of course, but I'm at a stage now where like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, give me the, give me the opportunity zones. Give me the things like, I'm like, Oh God, sensitive. Okay. Okay. This, that demanding over overpowering or whatever, you know, I want those because I know that those are the keys, right? I know I can go be diligent. I'm good there. And I'll keep working at being diligent. I'll never stop. But the real keys in my life into the next level of me are these opportunity zones or these these bad words or whatever, where I'm like, okay, yes, okay. And so that's a big reflection I've had recently. Okay. Are those, is that 18? Well, well here's one and some advice I have for you. And we're, you and I are going to go more into this because we're going to do this. For, that's going to be our goal for the next few months. Seek to be more affectionate and playful. Mm, I need to do that for sure. Specifically with Sandy, I'm like, I could be, I'm pretty loving, but affectionate is a good way. I can be like cuter and affectionate with her. Well, and you know, you and I are similar in this way. We're athletes. You know, you watch women athletes. They're always hugging and patting each other on the butt and Mm -hmm. and just touching. And Steve Kerr, he said that the teams that touch most in the NBA win the most. Mm. So you won't notice the Warriors are always hugging each other, patting each other. It's it's that affection. So guys like you and I are, we're more, let's get it done. Right. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Touching more. You know, I just started playing pickup again. I'm going to just start slapping butts everywhere. I'm be like, let's do this. I've been very demanding actually in basketball. I'm like, yo, defense guys, if we don't play defense, we lose. I'm going to start slapping their butts more. Like, Let's play some D. Well, I got another one for you. You're going to love this. And your audience is going to vibe on this. The best teacher is the eternal student. Mm. And you can actually learn more from your, 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 your team than they can learn from you mm. by allowing them to lead. Oh, wow. I need that one. Yeah. I need that one bad. I'm always chomping at the bit to lead and coach and train and whatever. And it's when I give up the mic, I'm like, get antsy to get it back. And, but I, but I, I recognize it. And See I'm like, you, God. That's, a, that's a duplication though. Yeah. And here's another one. Right. Here's another one. Set a good example to your team by admitting mistakes. Mm. Remember you and I talked about that when we first met, I was like, lead your team by letting them know where you failed because they look up to you. And to me, that vulnerability is the magic, which you have. What do you yes. think? That, that's been a, a big one for me. I think in, in my thirties, I'm 33 now where I'm starting to realize like I almost need to lead. And Neil's actually done a great job. I remember when we were first starting, he goes, I'm going to come from a place of, I'm just, I'm years ahead of you in life. And I've done some things and I'm, I'll tell you what, what I did well, but I'm more going to come from the places of what I did wrong. And I'm not going to even let you do those things. We're just going to shortcut those areas. And of course, you're going to have to learn for yourself and make your own mistakes, but leading with vulnerability and like saying like, Hey, I messed up here and showing kind of those scars or those wounds is yeah, another huge opportunity for me. And it's still, and I know it in my mind, I know I need to do that, 
but in my heart, it's still, I still have to like, let it go and and do it and actually like do the things and show the vulnerability. So that's another big work in progress for me. Well, and if you think about it, like, and I know, you know, we're, we don't have all day to be on this, although you and I offline, we talked for hours. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're allowing, again, your team to see you go through this. See, there's four things I believe in. One is know yourself, know other people. Knowing yourself is, hey, who is Wade? Knowing other people is understanding that they're not Wade. It's, and like you mentioned before, we only see the, from the world from our own lens. Number three is master yourself. Your ability to control your emotion and understand who you are and to change your behavior so that other people are comfortable, which leads into mastering others, right? And understanding yourself, this makes you a better father, a better husband, a better coach, and a better student. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're willing to do this on this call or on our, you know, on this podcast today sets the example for your team that if you have a team full of people who are all willing to be vulnerable and lay it on the line and let people see their warts and their flaws, that's where we have this community of openness and trust. And to me, that's why you call me. You're like, hey, I want you on the podcast. I'm like, done all day long. I love it. And I know we're, we're just we're just scratching the surface here, which is so cool, but it, it's, it is really a beautiful exercise to do this stuff because it's, it's not easy to go inside and to even, even if it's do, be still and meditate or do stuff like that, where you, you start to get inside with your emotions, with your thoughts and everything, and then start to look at yourself, maybe potentially from an outside lens or from this different perspective. But it's so beneficial because my goal now is to take this stuff and, and notice it in my life and acknowledge, oh, this is an opportunity here for me to maybe let go or not be as controlling, or this is an opportunity to listen, not be the the one on the mic, be just listening. And just all these opportunities to go apply it in my life. And it's life is of course, probably a never ending journey of self-reflection and growth. And this is scratching the surface. We just scratched surface here, but I'm excited to dive deeper into it. Who do you feel like needs to do this type of work. I mean, I would think everyone, but yeah, we we all do because because especially if we're married and we have kids, right? You have to know who you are and you have to understand who you are. And we all have flaws. I mean, it's and they're not bad flaws, but I work with a lot of clients who, are, who have tempers. And we got to work on their temper, controlling their temper. Um, I work with clients who have to work on being a little bit less controlling. I work with some clients who we want to give them a bigger voice, right? Um, other clients you know, it's addiction, it's, it's alcoholism, it's drugs, it's depression and anxiety. Um, you know, way to the four pillars, health, wealth, love, happiness. Mm-hmm. You don't have health, you have nothing. Mm-hmm. And they're realizing now health starts in your gut. Mm-hmm. It starts with what you eat, how much water you drink, you know, um, are you exercising? Based on the technology I have and I've studied, I now know people who are at risk of brain disease, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, um, um, all sorts of brain disease. Or even cholesterol, heart disease, cholesterol, diabetes, um, circulation issues, right? So understanding who you are is crucial for health, wealth, making money, right? Um, Love, which is the relationship with your partner, and then happiness, mental health. And, you know, Sandy did the 10 days of happiness. She crushed it. And I know till this day, you guys are still getting feedback from that. Mental health is the secret killer, Mm -hmm. right? And the idea of understanding who you are, what I tell my clients is, I get you're battling depression. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. We don't need to have you medicated. I and mean, if your doctor wants it, that's fine. But 
there's nothing wrong with you. Let's accept it and find a way to work through it. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's just more, I'm not a miracle worker. I didn't invent this. I just have seen the pattern. And if I can bring joy to someone's life and more uh, insight, I think I could help them live a better quality of life. And that's my mission. I love it. I, I, you guys know, and you've heard Sandy and I talk about coach Neil in probably half a dozen episodes, but he's got, got our seal of approval. I mean, we work with them and I, I would just recommend anyone. I think our gut, our intuition is always strong. And if you, if you've listened to this, you're like this Neil guy, if you're anything like me, when I first met Neil, I'm like, who the heck is this Neil guy? I need to understand him better. I need to be diligent and understand him and then prudent. And then I was like, I need to work with this guy. I'm going to hire him. And Neil's added so much value to our life in so many different ways beyond business and everything, even in our, in our relationship and in just so many different ways. And I think he, you just have so much to offer. And I recognize how different you are actually than me and how you have such different strengths than me. And I think we're such a good tag team. And that's why I loved having this conversation. Um, but I recommend reach out to what, how, what is the best way to reach out to you? I mean, well, I know I have your number. I'm not going to give out your number, but how do we connect with Neil? Well, what you can do is one is give out my number in the notes. That's fine. They can call me. Okay. They can text me directly. Wow. Look at that. That is a rarity. You guys on these podcasts Well, are like, no, nah, you got to submit this and email my assistant. Neil's no, like, yeah, hit me up. Yeah. Well, because I love what I do mm-hmm. and this is what I was meant to do. Right. So you know, in the show notes, put my email, put my, but text is better. Just text me. Okay. I'll offer anyone that's listening to this. And I mean, anyone, I was on a podcast uh, three weeks ago. I offer the same thing. I did 80 free intake phone calls. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Free, no charge. You don't have to buy anything. Don't sign up for anything. Don't give me anything. Just because what I'm doing is what you guys have done by listening to this episode and what you've done by supporting Sandy and Wade over all their episodes you've given us the most valuable thing you have is your time, right? So if I can give you 15 minutes of my time and sometimes it goes longer just based on my schedule, I'll do that because I know the value I have to help people. And the one thing maybe wait, I'll ask in return is a month, two months, three months, six months from now, we come back and do this again. After you and I have done our deep dive over the next few months. And then we can really share because depression and anxiety is real. Addiction is real. And Anyone who's a, a victim of domestic violence, I'll work with them for free for as long as they need. Um, if you have a broken picker, I'll help you. Women, you know what that means. Um, if you're battling with alcohol, drugs, depression, anxiety, sex addiction, uh, I'm here to help, right? Mm-hmm. And Or if you're like, Neil, I'm fucking killing my business. How do we add a zero to my income? I'm here to just give ideas. So anyone can reach out to me um, on Instagram, mason.neil. You know, yeah. Yeah, Wade, you've got it. And just I'll drop them all in the in the show notes. Yeah. And I just want to thank you for this time, Wade. Yeah, um, I want to thank you back. You've made my day just being able to do this. Um, people can't see me, but I'm glowing right now. Uh, I'm excited to work with you guys. I'm excited, Wade, that you found value in me and you've allowed me into your life. And just thank you for everything. And God is good. Yes. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, your friendship, your relationship, your insight, wisdom, coaching, everything in between. And, and, I look hey, forward Wade, to it. Drop, tell them about the 90 day for athletes. Cause that project, you guys, you and Sammy, you guys killed it. Sammy's passion with your leadership. You guys brought me into film yes. I saw the video and I was almost in tears. I sent that out to some of my friends, like, man, the 90 day athlete, you got to tell them that that is, and it's not just for sports athletes. If you, now, if you are an athlete or your, your son or daughter is an athlete, you need mm-hmm. to get this journal 
But if you're in business and just habits, you know, I, I just, oh, yeah. yeah, you gotta, you gotta plug your own products. That, that is so true. I know most people don't know about it. Our friend, Sammy can approach us like, Hey, love your guys. 90 day habits journal. I want to do something for athletes. I want to empower athletes in their habits, in their mental health, in their performance and everything in between. Think about what we didn't have when we were young athletes and that mindset development and that self-reflection, like how much we could have gained from it. These things we do now in our thirties, daily gratitude, um, different things. What if we put that into a journal for young athletes, even, I mean, anyone, a professional athlete could benefit from it, but it's a 90 day. Basically each day you, ref, you, you start with gratitude. You reflect on like, what is my, what are my goals or challenges for the day? Um, how do I make today a, a championship type day? And then you go through your performance. Like how do you go above and beyond? Or, was it a champion type day or was it kind of more of an amateur? You do some self-reflection. And when you do this day in, day out, you start to stack up and compound um, that self-reflection, that growth, that performance evaluation, the mental health. And then you look back 90 days later, you're like, oh my gosh. And you have this whole documented journey along the way, which is so cool. So, so proud of Sammy for coming up with the idea. And we literally made a physical journal you can get on Amazon. I'll drop that in the show notes too. But this is for especially young athletes, but any athletes just to reflect each day on their, on their mental health, on their performance and really become a better athlete, but become a better person. This is something that will transcend beyond athletics into your career, into your relationships, into everything. So that's a wrap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Neil. Appreciate you and uh, look forward to next time. Thanks guys. Take care. Peace brother. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember you are magnetic. Magnetic.